Hey guys, so I have a quick question for you. Have you heard of Anchor? It's a free app that makes it super easy to start your own podcast. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so they can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to So You Think You're Iconic, the movie podcast, where every time we're two episodes ahead, something happens and then we're not anymore. Yay! Yay! We always have the best of intentions when you record these things early and then they're not anymore. (laughs) And it's probably going to happen again because I'm pretty sure I have to work this weekend. So yay! Ew. You have no idea. I hate my job so much, but we'll talk about that later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How was your week? It was really good. I got to see you in person. That was nice. Mm -hmm. As um, well as two of our other friends. Yeah, we went Um, to a corn maze. We went to a corn maze. Wow, that was very in sync. Yeah. I love that. Love that for us. Um, Yeah. We thought we were all big hot shots walking into that corn maze. <laughs> yeah, we, we were like, we don't need this map. Immediately got lost. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were like, we were, we were buying like the entry in. And then she's all like, yeah, do you want a map? It's like a dollar. And like, we all looked at each other like, I guess we probably won't need it, but it's probably good to have. So like what, the first 10, 15 minutes just walking in circles right yeah. by the entrance. <laughs> Thank goodness we bought that map. <laughs> oh my lord, yeah. But then once then, we started using it, we were fine. And then we got to the first checkpoint, and then I couldn't read the map anymore. I don't know what happened. I was like, I have no idea where we are. Yeah, it was this weird, like there were multiple like crossroads that had more than like four ways to go. Yeah. I and had that got pass, really confusing. I had to pass the map over. I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah he passed it he was gonna pass it over to me and I'm like bro <laughs> I don't even know where we are <laughs> yeah so we that was fun <laughs> yeah and then we went and we got Italian food that so was good I want pasta now gosh. and then we played video game not video games video we, games we played games <laughs> we played games yeah and some yeah, random woman's house <laughs> <laughs> yeah with a really big dog a gigant the <laughs> biggest dog i've ever seen in my entire life yeah i don't think i've ever seen a dog so wide before no like i've seen tall dogs but i don't think i've seen a, a dog as wide as this he was gigantic his water bowl was like on a stand yeah yeah like i have little stands for my dogs but they're not like halfway to my knee they're not at my knee they're they're a lot smaller than that. Gigantic dog. Yes. <sighs> okay. As for me, um, I've been working from home and it's great in theory. 
Yes. But I'm not leaving my house. <laughs> yeah, I think what that was the first time you've been out in like what two weeks? Two weeks. Uh, <laughs> I t- <laughs> literally when Monday comes around, I'm in my house until at least Friday. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. But like, I don't have a reason to leave. It's so I just don't. You have to at this point when you're working at home. <sighs> but like, how? Like, I work until minimum, minimum 530-ish. That's By so that disgusting. point, and I started like, I'm supposed to start at nine. I usually start at 830, 840-ish. Mm. Um, but I don't really have to start until nine. But yeah, I I'm working all of those hours. I barely get time to eat. I was about to say, do you get like breaks in between? No. I eat while oh. I work. I do not. Yeah. You see why that's illegal. <laughs> you see why I don't like this? No. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, it's a mess. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to say this really quietly in case okay. anyone for work ever finds this podcast, which like they won't. Um, I'm just, I'm just working here for as minimum, a maximum a year so that I can go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not here for the long haul. I'm really no. not. No. Yeah. I mean, the pay is great, but. It's great. It's it's it doesn't counteract. Actually, the pay is not even enough for as much work as I do. It's not enough. Yeah. Mm, yeah. No. Yeah. And so, now that you have to work weekends. Geez. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to happen. Um, so. Yeah. And I also found out I had to cancel my I'm not going to be able to go on my cruise. Which I'm so sad about. I'm so sad for you. Because lucky for me, we have a launch that week it, it, out of all the weeks it had to be the week I was supposed to go on my cruise so yay yay for me so uh, that's it for me let me stop complaining <laughs> okay <laughs> please Kelly tell us about Monster House yes this spooky week we are talking about Monster House um, so this movie starts out with a little girl riding her tricycle and she ends up on the lawn of an old decrepit house. How she ends up there, I don't know. I don't know. First off, first first thing I notice about this town, I understand it's fall, but why are there so many leaves everywhere? There's like yeah. there's like leaves there's like tons of leaf piled they're like taller than the girl like everywhere like are people not getting these picked up like are you just sweeping them to the side and just leaving them there what's happening right i don't yeah because i don't live in a well we've got a lot of trees in the neighborhood but we don't have not like, those type of trees yeah yeah not not like that <laughs> and and if you look at the trees they still have a ton of leaves still yeah like, what is that is that normal for people yeah, if you live in like if you live in like the Midwest, please tell us. Yeah, this movie is based in Wisconsin, so Wisconsin is what's, it? Is that what's normal? going on? Do your do your right. do your trees have a million leaves on them? Hey, is that normal? Is that a Wisconsin thing? I I want to know. 
So as the little girl is on the lawn, the door of the house opens and an angry old man tells her to get off his lawn. Uh, she runs off scared and the older man breaks her tricycle. This man is built like a twig, by the way. And yeah, he just but somehow off. has the strength of Captain America and just ripped yeah, the, bike, the front like, tire. Um, can we also talk about this house? Yes. How is it not condemned? It's not even on the foundation anymore. Right. I, I, I don't know. Like everything else about his lawn, immaculate. But the house. The house. And what we learn about what happens later, why was he not taking care of the house? Yeah, right. Like he keeps saying like the stuff that he says at the end like bro you should have been doing this years ago yeah um a mess a total mess so he breaks the tricycle and he goes back to his house but turns around and notices the boy across the street spying on him from a telescope as he takes the older man's photo the kid takes note of the man taking the tricycle Uh, we then learn that the kid's name is dj and he runs to tell his mom but she scolds him for spying on the neighbor. He tries to tell her how serious it is, but his voice cracks and his parents make a big deal um, of him going through puberty and him having this weird obsession about spying on the neighbor. Yeah, and his dad casually mentions that he was a peeping Tom and no one cares. Yeah, that right in front of his wife, by the way. Yeah. Who is definitely with an earshot, even if he was whispering. She deserves better. So much better. (laughs) His parents go to leave and remind him that his babysitter Elizabeth is on her way. And they accidentally hit Chowder, who is DJ's friend. And act like nothing was wrong with them hitting a child. (laughs) Literally Chowder goes to the the dad who's driving and he's like, I'm sorry, it's kind of hard to see with the mask on. And he's like, yeah, my walk without it then but like bro you should be checking behind you while you drive yeah the dad was so annoyed at the inconvenience of hitting a child he was just like he's like bro like that's the last thing i want to do right now is hit a kid with my car i don't want my insurance to go up (laughs) so the parents finally leave and chowder is super excited for halloween and his new basketball he paid $28. That is insane. Who pays that much money for a basketball? And when I tell you when this movie is supposed to take place and like what year, it doesn't make sense to me. To be paying that much money for a basketball? Yeah, for a basketball. It doesn't make that much sense paying that much money for a basketball in any time. I feel like it would make more sense now. Like not even now. Like, not even, not now. even now. I don't know how much basketballs are. It should be like 20, 20 bucks tops. Yeah. Like I feel like twenty eight would be like a high end ball. I don't. I don't know. Like, someone, <laughs> someone ripped him off. Yeah, they really did though. He bought it from like some specialty um, sports store. I bet you. Yeah, and they were like they LeBron. LeBron up. James breathed on this basketball. He's like, really? <laughs> he was in the same room as it. <laughs> So DJ tells Chowder that he's not going trick-or-treating with him this year, and Chowder is super disappointed. Chowder starts to play basketball to ignore the situation, and when he goes to shoot the ball, hits the rim, and then it smacks into his face and rolls onto Hilarious. It. <laughs> It's so funny. 
And I love TJ's response. He's like, uh, Chatter's like, my nose is in my brain. He's like, oh my God, let me look. Like, oh my God. And then Chatter's like, what? It's like, you're an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Kids can be funny sometimes. I'm just going to say that right now. (laughs) The ball then rolls onto Nevercracker's lawn and DJ tells him to forget about it. Chowder starts to get super emotional saying that he paid $28 for the ball and how mm. much he had to work for that money. He had to ask when his DJ... mom for a dollar 27 <laughs> times. Yeah, right. He's like, I did, I mowed like what, two or three people's lawns. And then he had to ask his mom 20 Whatever. something times for the yeah. rest of it. Bro, whatever they're paying you for the lawns, you should ask for more. Yeah, you did not get paid enough. Because <laughs> it sounds like you you got paid like a dollar. Maybe two. It should be five minimum. (laughs) Right. Five is the minimum. Like, yo. Um, DJ notices that Nebercracker hasn't come out yet. So he runs to get the ball. Once he's at the ball, Nebercracker opens the door and chases after DJ. DJ dodges and accidentally kicks up some grass, which upsets Nebercracker more. Nebercracker catches DJ and picks him up and starts yelling at him. Mr. Hercules here. First, yeah. he was ripping tricycles in half, and now he's lifting up 90-pound boys like they're paintings. He's yeah. just, like, so yeah. strong. Yeah, and if you look at this man's arms, they are twigs. Yeah, they're so they're so small. <laughs> I want to have that kind of strength hidden in my baby arms. That would be nice. <laughs> Nebercracker then seizes up and falls on DJ, and we see the house shudder. And a fire starts in the fireplace inside. An ambulance comes and takes away Nebercracker, and a piece of grass holds onto his finger before he is taken away. A golden key falls from Nebercracker's body and catches DJ's eye, and he picks it up. The grass then takes hold of the gurney, and the wheel breaks off, but the EMTs get him in the ambulance, and they leave. So DJ thinks he has killed Nebercracker when Elizabeth pulls up and Chowder leaves. Elizabeth asks about the ambulance and makes a show of being a great babysitter till DJ tells her that his parents have already left. She immediately takes off her preppy outfit to reveal her, like, what is it? Rocker? Emo? Emo. Yeah. Kind of clothing. And just straight up tells him the business. Basically, she controls everything and doesn't really care what he does except for that he has to be home by nine. DJ tells her that he doesn't need her, and she shows her dominance by breaking a pot and asking who his parents will believe broke it. See, that wouldn't have slipped with me because I would have made it my life's mission to get her fired. Yeah, absolutely. I would have gone as far as to tear my entire house up, take pictures of it, and then (laughs) show my parents when they get home and say that she threw a party. Don't play those games with me. I'm, (laughs) I'm spiteful. (laughs) <laughs> i'd even ruin some of my own stuff just to like sell the lie jordan goes all the orphan on her yeah <laughs> see we could have we could have had a nice mutual relationship you do your thing i do my thing but now you sitting here trying to get me in trouble so now i gotta get you in trouble right you threatened me yeah in my own home <laughs> so dj then storms off to his room and Z makes herself comfortable downstairs. Once in his room, he looks at the key and looks at the house before closing the blinds and going to sleep. 
We then see a shadow into the room and it forms the house across the street and a hand reaches out from the door and grabs DJ when he wakes up to the phone ringing. When he answers, there's only static and heavy breathing. After the second call of the same thing, he star 69s the number and hears the phone across the street start to ring. How did the house know his house's number? (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Nevercracker does not seem like the type of person who calls his neighbors. Yeah, absolutely not. Or keeps a list of his neighbor's phone numbers. No, not at all. Also, how did he ever hear that phone ringing? I have no idea. Because that phone could be anywhere in the house. It could be like in a back room in the house. It would have to go through how many walls, across the street, through DJ's window. Yeah, no, no way. No, 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 no. Unless he had like one of those old 1930s rotary phones, (laughs) which possibly he could have had. Probably. Um, DJ then opens his window to look when a pair of hands grabs him and he turns around and it's Bones, um, Z's boyfriend. Uh, DJ accuses her of breaking the rules by bringing a friend over and she does the same thing saying that he's up past his bedtime. She woke him up. That's right. the insane thing. Right. See, no. Nah. She would have had to have gotten in trouble. How are you going to bust into my room while I'm asleep and scare me and then be like, why are you up? <laughs> what? Also, she shouldn't even be tripping. Technically, he's in the house already. Yeah. And he was asleep. So He was asleep. What's the problem here? Yeah, she needs to get rid of human version of Chucky and get out of my room. Oh my lord, human version of Chucky. <laughs> have, have you not seen the Chucky movies? And like I, what Chucky I looked have, like before he became a doll? I have not seen Chucky. I've only oh. seen Chucky as a doll. Because literally that's what he looks like. <laughs> oh my lord. I'm going to have to look that up later. That's hilarious. Um, so DJ shows her the uh, ringing phone in Nipper Cracker's house. And she isn't impressed. DJ tells them that he died earlier that day. And Bones looks to take him seriously, but he and Z scare him instead. He tells them that he's serious, and Bones then molests his stuffed bunny in return. Yeah, that was not it. It really was not. Z then tells him off, and they both leave. If I was Z and Bones did that, I'd be like, nah, get out of this house. house. And get do not contact me ever again. Because, bro, the, how old is DJ? Like, what, 12, 13? Yeah. That's messed up. DJ then looks at Nebra Hacker's house, and when a window, the blinds in a window open, he hides. And then when he looks back, they're closed again. DJ then calls Chowder and tells him to meet him at the danger zone. Did you hear... He- what? During this phone call, did you hear what I heard? What did you hear? He was like, where are your parents? And he was like, oh, my dad's at work. Oh, my yeah. Mom, my mom is movie at the movies with, with her, her trainer. trainer. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little sus chowder. That's a little sus chowder. A little sus. I think you should tell your dad. <laughs> yeah. Just, just 
if it doesn't sound right, run it by your other parents. See, right, see what they right, think. Right. Or, you know, bring up uh, the movie later when both parents are around. Be like, yeah. hey, mom, yeah, how dinner, was that movie? At dinner one day, be like, hey, mom, how was, how was the dinner with Chuck? Right, right. I know you saw a movie with Chuck the other day when yeah. dad was working late. How'd you know? that go? <laughs> How'd that go? <laughs> DJ then goes to sneak out and while he's going down he hears z say that he believes and she believes in dj's story bones tells the story of how nebercracker took his kite and how everything that lands on there never comes back he also says that he saw nebercracker talking to his house and kissing it he also says that nebercracker ate her before he gets on z which pisses her off and she kicks him out while dj sneaks out the back door Bones is drunk and steps up to the house and throws his beer bottle on the lawn. He makes a big show of being on the lawn when the front door opens and his kite floats in the doorway. And he thought that was normal. He was just like, wow, yeah. my kite. Yeah, like every everything overrides the fact that his kite has shown up. I don't know how many years later. I have never been that drunk. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> never in my life. I was gonna say, like, how how much alcohol would it take for you to like let that override everything? Else? Oh, I would have to not be able to see. <laughs> That's how much alcohol it would take. Blackout, just blackout. Bones goes to the kite, and once he has it in his hands, he is dragged in. And no one hears this. And nobody hears this. He's screaming bloody murder. Let's talk about this neighborhood for two seconds because this happens <laughs> multiple times. This is the pinnacle of a I don't care what's happening neighborhood. There are constantly people outside screaming. Mm -hmm. There's roars. There's all these other sounds. No one cares. Yeah. They even had an ambulance come by. Yeah. And no one came outside to be and like, nobody... what's happening? Right. Like, even in my small town, if I see any flashing lights, any loud noises, any type of day, I'm like, who that? What's going on? <laughs> look, look, I'm, I'm the type of person who, I'm also a mind my own business type of person. But if I heard children outside screaming, I'd be like, what's going on? Right. J just a little peek. Just, just to see. Right. Like, even an ambulance, come on. Because then yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, is everyone okay? Did somebody get hurt? Yeah, just to make sure. Right, just to make sure. Th they are the definition of staying in their lane. Yeah, maybe a like, little bit too much. A though. little bit too much, yeah. Like, maybe it's good to be a little curious. Let's be a little curious. <laughs> DJ then makes his way to Mayville Luxury Towers, which is a construction zone, where he meets with Chowder. DJ tells him that Nebercracker is haunting him and Chowder doesn't believe him. Chowder then accidentally turns on the bulldozer and DJ shuts it off with Chowder saying that he'll help if DJ goes trick-or-treating with him. They both sneak back to the house and watch the house for a second. Chowder then gets impatient while DJ freaks out when he goes to ding-dong ditch the house. He finds the bottle and once he puts it down, it's eaten by the grass. Chowder makes fun of Nebercracker before ringing the doorbell. The blinds then open in the windows and the house comes alive and chases Chowder to the sidewalk. The boys run away and back to the house. Absolutely not. I would have had to set that house on fire immediately. Yeah. 
immediately. Any amount of alcohol I could have found in my parents' house, I would have thrown it on the house, mm-hmm. would have found a match. The house would have been in flames. Yeah. It's Molotov cocktail time. Yeah. It, <laughs> that's the only explanation. When houses start chasing you, that's when you got to start burning shit down. Yeah. It doesn't matter if nobody else believes you. It's going no. down. The next day, there's incessant ringing at the door. And when Z opens it, it's a girl selling Halloween candy for her school. She is super preppy and very pushy, by the way. Yeah, I, w- I would not be buying candy from a kid that pushy. No, absolutely not. Because Z goes to close the door and she just sticks her hand out. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, like, no, um, I'm not no. done yet. She's like, no, you're going to buy this candy. Right. I'm going to give you some more reasons because clearly the ones I gave you are not working. I will hit a child. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't play that with me. <laughs> Z tries to get rid of her before they both cut to the crap. What? They cut to the crap, Kelly? They I cut, think you I- mean they cut the crap? They, I think, yeah, they, wow, there's a lot of words in here. What the heck happened? <laughs> I think my notes app just like <laughs> auto-corrected a bunch of stuff wrong. Okay. But they both cut the crap <laughs> and work out a deal with how much money Z is going to pay and the candy that she'll get. Up in DJ's room, uh, they have assuming i don't know if they've i'm assuming here they've been checking on the house every hour and taking notes on what's happening sure yeah i don't i don't know z comes up to give them candy and sees that they haven't left the room all night because there are pee in bottles just around the room which is disgusting they could have they could have took pee breaks yeah it's the house is not going to do anything in the two minutes it takes you to pee and wash your hands Right. Like, there's two of you. One stays and watches through the, through the telescope. The other one goes to the bathroom. Exactly. Y'all are nasty. When Z asks if they've seen Bones, uh, DJ brings up the bottle and says he was eaten by the house, but she doesn't believe them and leaves. They both go back to their stations and Chowder gets distracted by the schoolgirl. And so does DJ until they notice her going to Never Packer's house and go to track her down. They try to call her back from the street, but she doesn't believe them while the house comes to life behind her and tries to eat her, but they save her. The house goes back to normal no. when she, what? No one saw or heard any of this. Like, yeah, she was like 20 feet in the air and like no one yeah. heard her screaming. No one saw any of this. Nope. It was a mess. Yeah. Like somebody's home right now. Yeah. You know it. Like if even if it, this is like happening on a Saturday afternoon, somebody's yeah. home. Someone's doing their lawn. Someone's yeah. taking a walk. Something. Someone's outside. Someone saw this. <laughs> and then Z opens the door. And after she has opened the door, the things go back to normal. How did she not see it? Yeah. Or hear it at that point because there's whole slabs of like cement in the air. It's going to have to clunk back down. Yeah. It's not making sense. (laughs) It really isn't. So the house goes back to normal when Z tells the kids that Chowder's dad is on the phone. 
Z wants an explanation for what's going on. And when DJ brings up the house again, she gets fed up and goes to the house. DJ stops her and convinces her that he's just going through puberty. And that's why he's being so weird as she leaves to go find Bones. The schoolgirl asks what's going on and DJ stumbles through an explanation before bringing, bringing her up to the room. Chowder and DJ are then very awkward and try to impress Jenny when she kind of believes their story and goes to tell her mom uh, what happened, which DJ says uh, her mom won't believe. I don't know when she said this, but at some point she said that she didn't like Mexican food. And I was like, oh, we can't trust her. Yeah. <laughs> can't yeah. be trusted. Yeah. Chowder was like, there's a there's a cool little taco shop by your school. She's like, yeah, I don't like Mexican food. <laughs> mm, red flag. <laughs> she don't like them spices I've, I've and seasonings. Liking, I've stopped liking people for worse reasons. <laughs> so... <laughs> While Jenny is gone, they talk about who called dibs on the girl. When, and when she comes back, she says that her mom didn't believe her. Why would she think her mom would? Yeah. Ah. And then she's like, let's call the police. I'm like, if your mom did believe you, why would the police believe you? Yeah. Yeah. And the police would be a lot more thorough. Like, yeah. they're totally not going to believe. So Jenny then gives them an hour to convince her it, it really happened when they watch a dog go to the bathroom on the lawn across the street and get eaten by the house. And then Jenny decides to call the police. Poor dog. Poor dog. They all go to the house and think of all the kids that would go to the house that night to trick or treat. Chatter says that no one would be stupid enough to go to the house when the door opens and mocks him with his basketball that he almost goes to get. It's like, it's $28. <laughs> no, but like, what is it about that door opening and showing you a toy you lost? Like, what kind of hold does that have on you? I don't know. Maybe it's the light she use it, it uses. Maybe it like hypnotizes it, you. It like hypnotizes you. <laughs> so the police show up and the house immediately goes back to normal, which of course it does. Mm-hmm. Jenny tells him that there's a creature in the house and the police officer doesn't believe them. So DJ tries to bait the house, but it won't move. The police say they won't help. So they decide to go to an expert. Oh, let's talk about something I wrote in here. Okay. So like the police are like making the kids like move Mm -hmm. and they have them like walking in front of the car. They hit shouter. If a police officer hit me with their car i would fall over and walk away a millionaire i bet you i would yeah i yeah. bet you i would 100 bruh the, i would like even if it was my fault i'd yeah. fall over onto the floor sobbing and screaming yes yes i would break my own leg just yeah. to get money yeah yeah i'd shove my foot underneath that tire bro yeah go further i dare you because I am securing that bag. Yeah, oh, okay. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so the three kids then go to see Skull, the pizza slash video game expert. DJ tells him about Nebercracker's house, and he believes it's a rare form of monster called a Domus Mactipolis. <laughs> they ask how to kill it, and he tells them to go for the heart before he's buzzed 
um, to go deliver a pizza. They go back to DJ's house to form a plan. DJ says there's been a fire going in the house since Nebercracker died, and they assume that that's where the heart is. DJ then says that they should use a dummy kid, which is basically a vacuum, Mm -hmm. just as a kid, filled with cold medicine that when eaten by the house would go to sleep and they can sneak in and douse the fire. Chowder freaks out about stealing cold medicine from his dad's pharmacy. But after Jenny says it can work, he is convinced and goes to the pharmacy. Okay, let's talk about this. A pharmacy would never have cold medicine that close to the door. It's too easy to steal. That's that's insane. That's the thing. (laughs) Like literally, it was right by the door. Also, how didn't anybody like chase after Chowder? Right. Like, I know that's your dad's pharmacy, but, like, you're stealing. Yeah, and there's, you know there's somebody at the front this desk. Yeah, there has to be. There's always somebody at the front desk. And, like, even if there wasn't, the door would ding, probably. And then yeah. someone would come out and be like, oh, hey, Chowder, what are you doing? What, what are you doing with pockets full of cold medicine? Right, and then he drops a bunch yeah. and nobody comes out. No one cares. Literally, this this, whole... this this town is just full of I don't care people. Honestly, and also at this point, I feel like this town is only filled up with like DJ's family, Chowder, Z, and Nevercracker. Yep, that's it. That's the entire town. <laughs> All and the other houses that are girl, empty. And then that little yeah. girl on the tricycle. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm convinced. So the three of them then make the kid dummy and get their supplies and cover ready. The three of them then sneak to the house in trash cans and set up the dummy. Once in place, Jenny uses a slingshot to hit the doorbell and the house awakens. Once close enough, the house goes out to eat the quote unquote kid when the police show up and it goes back to sleep. Okay, who called the police? Because somebody had to have called the police because they don't just patrol like that. Yeah, so they see this, but they don't see anything else. Also, this this plan would work in theory if it wasn't already established that the house is smart. Yes, yes. Um, Because it's obviously a vacuum cleaner. Like, it's making noise. Right. And also, does your vacuum move by itself when you turn it on? No. No. (laughs) How the heck did theirs do it? I'm so confused. Like, it's moving by itself. It has, like, brooms for arms. It's. Yeah, and they weren't even, like, I don't know if they would be, like, strong enough to do that. But, like, they didn't even break off where the um, the bristle part of the broom was. No. You can didn't. see the end of the broom. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can understand how you can, like, mistake a broom handle for an arm. Because, I mean, Nebercracker's arm is basically the same size. Yeah. But the end of a broomstick, y'all. <laughs> this ha- this house this house's suspension of like realism is insane. It really is. <laughs> like, I know your house, and it may be hard to see, but come on now. <laughs> so the police then call the kids out of the trash cans, and he goes to investigate what they're doing. He finds the vacuum and the cold medicine, which he decides to drink on. one. Yeah. yeah. He's like, mm, I'll take this one for the road. 
Yeah. <laughs> he literally tastes it and he's like, eh, why not? Just right before he's about to back. right before he's about to drive children to the police right, station. He's right. like, let me chug this cold medicine. This seems like a great idea. Um, and once he finds everything, he decides to take the kids to the station. And he was just gonna leave all that cold medicine sitting there. Yeah, he was. Like, what? He's ter- they're terrible at their jobs. Yeah, really, though. They didn't even, like, ask where they got it all. Right? They weren't like, where'd you get this? What are you doing with it? None of that. They were just like, okay, let's go. Let's leave yeah. all this cold medicine here and let's go. Like, the only cause at that point, would it even be loitering? Because they're in a neighborhood. They're not in front of a business, like, doing anything bad. And they weren't on his prop. They weren't on they, the property. Yeah, they weren't on the property. They were in front of it. Who knows? Anyway, <laughs> when they go to leave, the rookie hears something coming from the house and goes to investigate. The other officer goes with him when the tree comes alive and gets the rookie and eventually eats both officers. The kids are still in the police car as they freak out before a tree grabs the car and brings it to the house to eat it. Um, the car is ripped in half, and at the last second, the three get out of the car and run for the door before it closes on them. The house eventually goes back to normal, and DJ and Jenny realize that the house is asleep, and they decide to douse the fire while they have the opportunity. DJ finds that Nebercracker was spying on him also, with um, some binoculars by the door, while Jenny finds pictures of Nebercracker's wife, which DJ... Um, was it DJ or was it Chowder? I think it was DJ. Uh, DJ says he fattened her up and ate her. They then find a picture of Nebercracker on a demolition squad. The three move on and Chowder freaks out when he sees a floating net with balls of light and they shoot it thinking it's the heart. The house then comes alive and spits up water. And Jenny says that that was the uvula. <laughs> <laughs> Chowder assumes it's a girl house from that. Uh, close, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of close word ends with the same yeah. like sounding. I love how he's all like, she, Jenny's like, everyone has a uvula. And he's like, not I me. don't. <laughs> <laughs> So the house then checks inside itself somehow. Yeah. It had like a spotlight where it could look inside of itself. That was weird. I How- think it was I think it was using the light from the moon, but the light from the moon is not that potent. It wasn't dark out. What do you mean the light from the moon? It was like Wasn't bro- it? It was not dark out. Cause when you look through the window, it looks dark. Girl, when they got <laughs> swallowed up, the sun was still It was out. afternoon, yeah, I know. But, like, when you look out the window, when it's looking inside, no. it's like, it looks dark as hell. No, 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 no. I will not accept it being moonlight <laughs> at all. No. It actually okay. makes, it would actually make more sense story-wise that it was producing its own light somehow. Because, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so... Um, the house checks in on itself and the kids hide in the side of the room and when he, the house finds nothing, it goes back to sleep. 
The three move on, and while DJ gives instructions on how they should go forward, a hole opens up on him, and they all fall into a pit. They've fallen into a pit of toys when DJ finds a cage for Constance the giantess there with a lock no, on it. There is no way that that many toys landed on his lawn. There is no way. I mean, there how were, this how this bones though? How long has he been doing this? There were hundreds of toys in there, Kelly. How many toys land on your lawn per year? true exactly true. there he must have been stealing them there is no <laughs> way that that many toys landed on his yeah lawn. i don't care how long he lived in that house there's no way yeah but i Unless, mean also he went for that girl's tricycle like that's not even a, a regular toy yeah, that's that not could... a toy <laughs> so i mean i guess at that point that man was just mauling people that came even close to his house like on the sidewalk yeah he's just like no this is mine now right like you walk by his house with like a couple of balls and a baseball bat trying to get to the baseball field and he just like uh-uh uh, <laughs> I don't, those I don't are have, mine now i don't have that yet right it's like oh new additions to my collection <laughs> that's someone who needs to be looked at yeah i mean jordan he stayed in a house that's alive. For how long? Oh, I have some words for that. I have, <laughs> I have words about that later. So DJ recognizes the lock on the cage, which he has the key for. DJ then opens it and inside they find Constance buried under cement. Why would you leave a body covered in cement in your house? Right. right. That's, like, that's even suspicious. if like even if you don't even like believe in ghosts or whatever, that's that's still disturbing. It's disturbing, yes. Yeah. Like, like to build you... to first off leave them there, and then secondly to build your house over that. Right. You can only blame yourself for what happens. Yeah. <laughs> you can only blame yourself. Right. Like, I get having, like, a little shrine for somebody, but, like, keeping their dead body and building a house over it and living in that house? Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. But also, I can't even imagine how you would even sell that house either if you did ever decide to leave that house. Oh, you can't. Like, like yeah, cute. Uh, 3,000 square feet, four bedroom, three bath. Also, my dead wife's body. My dead wife's basement. body. Mm. <laughs> I don't think that adds to the value, Nevercracker. No. I think it just brings it down to zero. Oh, speaking of values of houses, I had a very <laughs> troublesome realization oh, last night. Yes. Yes. Because, mm. like, I was like, what would it take for me to buy a home? And so I start, <laughs> and so I was like looking around neighborhoods and I was like, okay. And so, and so, like, I was looking at the prices of the houses and I was like, okay how do loans work? And so I looked up loans and I was like, oh, if you're a first time buyer, you can get a FHA loan and you only have to put down 3%. And I was like, that's cool. So I looked into that, found out 3%. The average of the houses I was finding was like 800,000, which is so freaking high. But I was like, where you know, are you looking? What? Girl, you live, in the, middle, you you live in the middle of nowhere. Okay. 
okay? Yeah. <laughs> you live in the middle of nowhere. Okay, all right. And so I was like, cool, 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 cool. I was like, that's like $28,000. I was like, that's not that bad. I was like, I could, in a year, realistically save up $28,000. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, cool. Um, and so I looked up a like estimate of how much you should be making to how much the house you buy should be or whatever, something like that. And so I looked into that and with my salary, (laughs) they were were like, yeah, you should be getting a $200,000 to $300,000 house. And I was like, oh, (laughs) never mind. And then I looked up how much you need to make to get an $800,000 house. house. You need to make two hundred and like forty-seven thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Yep. So I'm never going to own a house unless I inherit one of the houses in my family. <laughs> also, Yay! that's that's not even counting for mortgage and for bills for the bills. house. Yeah, you have to pay like electricity and like water, and water, and garbage. And garbage. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah really looking for also our our country is supposed to be hitting like the debt ceiling on the 18th Ooh, yeah. so our country is gonna like default on loans and like go into recession mm-hmm. so like i'm really mm-hmm. looking forward to that it's a great okay. time to be alive guys a great really time is. to be alive so, Canada, now that you're open, uh, are you taking uh, submissions? Right, let uh, me in, please. Please. I heard y'all got free health care. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have affordable housing? Right, right. I'll even marry Jordan so that we can, like, combine our income and buy a house. Literally, I texted Kelly and I was like, can I marry multiple people? Because <laughs> that's the <laughs> only way I'm affording a house. Yeah, yeah. We're, we are now, me, Jordan, and one of our other friends, we're all just going to get married to multiple people. We're all going to buy a house. Yeah. So now I'm looking into renting a house. And I think, which by the way, renting houses is also very expensive. It's very expensive. But if you get like a multiple bedroom house and you have multiple people paying, it's like somehow kind of affordable yeah i mean that time when i was looking when we were looking in um i was looking in some neighborhoods literally it'd be like maximum maybe a thousand dollars for each person and i'm like okay so i might just do that so kelly needs to get her money up (laughs) i really do though (laughs) i hate my job anyway (laughs) same same (laughs) so um dj says he doesn't believe nebercracker killed constance when Jenny points out a shrine around her. That doesn't prove that he's innocent, by the way. That's not. Just show that he's obsessive. He could have been insane and killed his wife. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. He kept her body, DJ. Yeah. Like, think about that first. We're not dealing with a rational person here. <laughs> DJ falls and then breaks the cement around the body, revealing the bones of Constance and the house wakes up. How he was able to do that, I don't know. Yeah, also. No, I'll talk about it later. Never mind. Never mind. (laughs) I'll talk about it when we get to that part. Never mind. 
They all hide and think everything is okay, but the house comes alive and gets Jenny and Chowder. DJ is alone and goes up the stairs to the main floor, but it reaches for him. And when he runs up the stairs, almost falls into the belly of the house. Chowder and Jenny are then brought to the same place and Chowder almost falls down into the pit. DJ goes to save him um, before he too is dropped into the pit and grabs onto Chowder to keep himself up. Jenny then goes and grabs onto the uvula, which vomits them out onto the lawn. Chowder and DJ then argue with one another about the stupid plan to get the house to sleep when DJ goes to leave and is almost hit by an ambulance. So, so many cars trying to hit children. Yes. So this neighborhood needs speed bumps. It really mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. It needs a neighborhood watch because nobody's watching the no streets. No one's watching anything. <laughs> also, an ambulance should not be driving that fast before stopping. Not Can in I a residential say. neighborhood. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Nebercracker then gets out of the ambulance. He's good and alive. And freaks out the kids who thinks he is a ghost. He says he never died. And when he goes to scold them, notices that it's Halloween and he's run out of time. This is the first time we've seen other neighbors, by the way, <laughs> in this and whole And the movie. last time we ever will. Yes. He then turns to the house and announces he's home and the house is happy to see him. Nebercracker talks to the house and sees how run down it's gotten when DJ connects that Constance is the house and he runs to Nebercracker. DJ says he knows about Constance, and when Nebercracker goes to take him off the lawn, DJ says he knows he didn't kill her, which could have been yeah, an absolute lie. And like, yeah, and like Nebercracker yeah. just decks him, and like, like drags him into the house. <laughs> like, sure, I didn't kill her at all. Well, of course not. Now I need to silence you. She's, a, she's actually really nice. Please come inside the house. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll let you meet her. She's a lot nicer when you get to talk to her. Nebercracker then says that he loved Constance. And we had a flashback of Nebercracker um, watching Constance at the circus and then stealing her away. Um, we then see him building a house for her. And that on one Halloween... During daylight hours, by the way, not even at nighttime. Yeah, in the middle of the day. And Which also, did the animators forget to animate the rest of the neighborhood? Because it was literally nothing. I think so. But shrubs and like their like house being built. Yeah, there was there was literally not even like rope to like show where the plot of the house, like where it was supposed to go. It was just like a for sale sign in the middle of a desert. Yeah. So for all we know, he could have just bought a whole desert. <laughs> <laughs> so the kids are throwing eggs and like rocks and stuff at the house, which angers Constance. Um, she then goes to Nebercracker and tells him that the kids are attacking her in the house. And he tells her that it's okay, that it's just Halloween. And that's what kids do, which no, absolutely it's not. Wrong. No, yeah. it's not. No. If, if any kid is doing that, that is not okay. Whoop their ass. Whoop their whoop it. She seems to calm down for a second before an egg hits her, which angers her more. 
um, and she takes the axe that was in Nebercracker's hands and goes to attack the kids. Was, was which, she overreacting? Yes. Was he yes. underreacting? Yes. Yes. It made for yeah. a bad combination. <laughs> yeah, it really did. Like she did not have to go out at them with an axe. No. But also he should have been a little bit more upset. Yeah, he should have been like, hey, kids, can you stop throwing eggs at my wife? Yeah, like forget the house. They just hit your wife, dude. Yeah. Like, I don't care if you hit my house. Like, please stop hitting my wife. Right. So Nebercracker goes to stop her. um, And when he takes the axe away from her, she loses her balance and somehow activates the cement pourer pourer when she goes to catch herself. Don't those things have locks on them? I don't know. I'm pretty sure they do. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you can't just pull it and then it immediately goes down. I'm pretty sure you have to like pull it out and then out. Look, I don't work in construction. <laughs> I know. I none of us com- have. I could be completely wrong, but I feel like none it of would us have, have a- been around one. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like it has like a like mechanism. Like, yeah, there should be like another safety measure. Yeah, I feel like there is. Could be wrong though. Don't you take don't my know. word for it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a professional cement pourer, we apologize. <laughs> right. Just let us know. Let us know. So she falls into. Um, the basement i guess or the foundation i don't know which should have killed her because that looked like a terrible fall before the cement pours on her yeah first off she was on stairs that were built somehow but like the like outside of the house wasn't built i don't know how to explain this how do i explain this so it was just stairs yeah to an upstairs like room that was barely there but like there was like no foundation put yeah there was the, no first level built it was yeah. just stairs there, yeah. there was no like walls for the rest of the house yet like there no. should have been that house is not up to code no <laughs> no wonder she fell yeah nevercracker then tells dj that he finished the house for constance but her soul Ooh. never left also so cement does not um, harden immediately. Yeah, it does not. Why didn't he just take the cement off of her face? True. So she could breathe. And then yeah, I learned from Grey's Anatomy that it could like suck all the water out of your body. But like at least get yes, it off. Yes, I remember that episode. <laughs> but at least like <laughs> take it off of her face and then call an ambulance for some help. Right. Also, she just fell in. It's still watery. Just yeah. Get some water and water her. Yeah. Off. Keep it, keep it liquefied and just yeah. push it off her body. Right. Her dying was all, not all his fault, but <laughs> yeah. But he could have helped more. Her, okay. No, let's, let's phrase this correctly. The fall wasn't his fault, but no. her death was. Yes. 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 There we go. That works. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So he says that on every Halloween, he had to take precautions and scare away every kid so that they wouldn't be eaten by the house. Mm, How did he find out that she ate people? How many people were eaten before he was like, oh, right, right. I need to know that story. Right. Because something was eaten. Yeah. something. It could have been 
it could have been a dog or a full-grown person or a kid. Yes, something was first eaten for him to realize that she eats people. Yeah. Also, like, if something was eaten, wouldn't there be an investigation? Yeah. I mean, he would, he, we saw that he was the first house built in that neighborhood. So, like, if someone yeah. goes missing in that neighborhood, they're going to go to him first. It's, yeah, it's obvious. Anyway. <laughs> and his wife already went missing. So, I'm sure people right. were like, mm, let's people were definitely man. talking. Yeah. Right. Nevercracker then goes to see Constance, and DJ says that it's time to let her go, and then it's time to protect him after he protected all the kids of the neighborhood. Nevercracker agrees after DJ assures him that he won't be alone if he lets her go, and Constance gets angry. She uproots herself from the foundation, and Nevercracker and DJ run. Nevercracker grabs a detonation box on the way. They run to the con... English. They run to the construction site as Constance chases after them. You can't Never- tell me no one is seeing this. Yeah. It's yeah. Halloween night. Everyone is out. Yeah. No one sees this. Right. Or he- or hears it. It's a house. The roaring, the like earthquake level vibrations that are probably happening. Right. What's going on here? Which, by the way, we had an earthquake yesterday. Oh, did we? Yeah. At I least out here it. we did. You live oh. kind of far away. Yeah, I, mean, I probably didn't feel it, feel like it that far. Anyway, Nevercracker gets tired as they're running from the house and refuses to go on, and the kids keep running. At the construction site, the kids go in, and before the house can go after, a brick hits her that Nevercracker threw. He tells her to stop going after the kids, and when she comes to eat, eat him, stops at the last second. Nevercracker says that he knew this day was coming for the both of them and says he has to make things right when he pulls a stick of dynamite from his sling. Why would he tell her this? Yeah, right. Why don't why aren't you like sneakily doing this? I'd be like, oh come here. I'm going inside and just drop it. Oh, I left something outside. Boom. Right. Right. Or he could just go up with the house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just just saying there's two options here. There, there's multiple options. Yeah, yeah. Constance then seems to accept it before getting angry again and goes to eat Nevercracker when the kids show up in the bulldozer. Chowder attacks with the bulldozer and Neb for some reason I wanted to say Nebuchadnezzar really bad right then. Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> <laughs> like the ship from the Matrix. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why. My brain was like, Nebuchadnezzar. (laughs) Nebuchadnezzar, got it. And Nebuchadnezzar is thrown. DJ goes to him and Nebuchadnezzar gives him the dynamite and says to finish it for him. DJ takes it and decides to throw it into the chimney to get to the heart. Chowder is still attacking when Jenny is thrown from the bulldozer and into the drained lake, which should have killed her, by the way. Oh, absolutely. DJ is also then thrown in by the house, which he also should have died. (laughs) The way his neck was being thrown around like that. Uh -uh. Um, Yeah. In the pit, DJ sees the crane and decides to use that to get the height he needs to throw the dynamite in and asks Chowder to keep the house busy. Chowder does for a while, but is thrown off into the pit when the house 
the pit with the house. They then celebrate thinking that they've won before the house puts itself back together again. Yes, it put itself back together. <laughs> How did that work? She Humpty Dumptyed herself, bro. The, she had that much spite. Look, if the house is destroyed, is the heart not destroyed? Like, I'm confused. Right, like, wouldn't it go out in the explosion of falling down? Yeah. Uh, I would assume so. I would assume so. But I'm just a, like, thinking person. So who right. knows? Right, I've got more than two brain cells. It's yeah. Fine. DJ and Jenny then climb up the crane as Chowder lures the house toward the crane. Chowder is almost taken up by the house when it eats the bulldozer and he runs for his life. How he's able to outrun a house, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) DJ and Jenny are at the top and he freaks out when he sees what he has to walk out across. Jenny then kisses him, which gives him the courage and they both climb out. They get to their spot and Jenny lights the dynamite as DJ swings on the crane. Once he has what once he gets to the right height, Jenny throws um, the dynamite to him and he throws it into the chimney. He somehow catches it. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, she threw that immaculately too. Like yes. how that all came together, I don't know. Like someone signed her up for the NFL because she right somebody the spiral on that thing. Which, by the way, how did that not take out the light? Yeah, <laughs> and then he caught it while hanging off of a rope on the edge right. of a crane. Right, both and of them need to be signed immediately. Immediately, because he can catch under any conditions. <laughs> so. He throws the dynamite into the chimney and on one last swing, he grabs chowder and they land in a ditch as the house explodes. Yeah, because if you're under a fire, it doesn't affect you. Of course not. Not at all. Nope. <laughs> no, it's it's proven in this movie. Yeah. It's real. So everyone here, if you're ever in a fire, <laughs> just go <laughs> under it and then you're 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 great. Yeah, fire only knows how to move in one direction and it's not down. Yeah, it can only go forward, backward, side to side. It can't go down. Yeah. (laughs) So after the explosion, the three meet up and DJ says he hears something. When they get closer to the sound, they see the ghost of Constance with Nebracracker before she vanishes. Nebracracker falls to the floor in sadness and DJ apologizes for the house and his wife. But Nebercracker is relieved to be free after 45 years. How did this man live with that much stress for 45 years? Honestly, I don't know. He really should have had some type of mental break. I would have had a mental breakdown in two months. Also, now we know how many years it he's been accumulating toys. 45. <laughs> still, still not long enough for him to have that many toys. <laughs> Something else is going on there. (laughs) We need another movie. We need another movie. We need a prequel. Halloween continues on and at the Nebracracker property, instead of giving candy, DJ and the others are giving back the kids stolen toys. And no one cares. The house is gone. There's a giant hole. And he's passing out toys. And all these parents are just walking their children up to his house like, yeah, take this toy from this man. 
Right, that's fine. Also, like Neverpacker is still in his his, um, his hospital outfit, and I yeah. know it's Halloween, but like, <laughs> no. The bike girl from earlier comes up and asks what happened to the house, and I feel like she's the only one to ask. By she the way. is the only person to ask. You could tell because they didn't really have an answer, and so they just right. had to tell the truth. Right. And DJ says that the house was a monster, so he blew it up, which she immediately accepts because she's a child. <laughs> she's like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, and for when my, she... thanks for my tricycle. Right. And when she gets her tricycle, thanks them and leaves. Jenny's mom then shows up. And before leaving, she says that they should all hang out again and wishes them luck on puberty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they need it. Trust me. Yeah, they, re- they really do. Sorry, DJ and Chowder, but <laughs> DJ and Chowder say it's time to go and Nebercracker sends them off saying that he has work to do. They worry about him for a second, but notice that DJ's parents have come home. When they get to the house, DJ's mom asks what they are for Halloween. And after a bad guess, uh, the parents go inside and they stay outside to play basketball. Before DJ decides, after the night they've had, they should go trick-or-treating. And then in the rubble of Nippercracker's house, we see Bones crawl his way out. <laughs> and that's the end. I mean, that's not really the end. Literally everyone. <laughs> everyone who got eaten in this movie crawls out, including the dog. Um, how Wait, are they where's alive? the dog? Yeah, where's the dog? And the, and the police officers. Where's the dog and the police officers? Did you not watch through the credits? Like, they come oh, out. Oh, no, yes, they do come out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no one dies in this movie, which is weird. Mm-mm. Because how did they survive? Yeah. Also, how did Bones have the strength to get himself out of there? He's been in there for like two what, days. Like 48 hours without food or water. Yeah. Even like if like the digestive process didn't kill them, like the lack of food and water would have. Right. And where were they kept? Yeah, where were they? Because they weren't with the, the pit of toys. Did yeah, they, they weren't have, with the toys. Did, did she have like a did Constance have a human room? <laughs> <laughs> just, just a room full of bodies. Ew. Also the psychological damage. Gosh dang. Oh yeah. <laughs> goes to therapy yeah i was eaten by a house last year <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty traumatizing it was Therapist. so dark there was like there- four other people down there it right. was a mess and a dog there, there was a dog <laughs> the therapist is like yeah that's maybe a little bit out of my pay grade <laughs> let's let's get you a psychiatrist yeah yeah so i'm gonna hit you with some movie facts okay so you know how we were talking about the base, the, the price of a basketball? Uh-huh. This movie takes place in 1983. Oh, definitely no. Oh, yeah. no. That's, yeah. that's a $2 ball. That's <laughs> literally what I'm saying. I'm like, maybe it's a $10 ball at most. No. In, eight, in the 80s, that's a $2 ball. I'm literally looking it up because this, this is ridic- ridiculous. 28 oh. The fact that his parents gave him upwards to $28 is insane. In the right. 80s? Right. Oh, also, no. whoever told that kid 
um, that a basketball cost $28. Mm -mm. Meet me outside. We're going to fight. <laughs> We're going to fight. Also, apparently I can't find the answer, but on walmart.com, a regular basketball is $18. I told you it ain't no. I told you it's not more than twenty dollars. <laughs> I told you. Yeah, I don't know where he bought this twenty-eight dollar basketball from. Like I that said, they been... must have been like, yeah, Michael Jordan dribbled this basketball or something because right. no way. Right, something had to justify the twenty-eight dollars. No one. No wonder he he kept trying to get that ball back. Because right. honestly, same, <laughs> same. <laughs> right. Okay. As of 2018, this is the only motion capture film to feature an entirely original story and not be based on existing source material. Okay. I find that to be a little incredible, since like. Hasn't there been other like original movies? I mean, I know there's a lot of like redos, but come on now. Um, the tricycle scene at the beginning of the movie is uh, paying homage to Stanley Kubrick's film rendition of Stephen King's The Shining, which I have never seen, by the way. Oh, I do not like that movie. I think oh, it's it? I think it's boring. Oh, you think it's boring? The Shining, okay. yes, it's so boring. Is and The Shining the one with the twins? Yes, and confusing. Uh oh. I was bored and confused the entire time I watched that movie. Oh okay. But I was like thirteen. Maybe I should give it another. You round. were thirteen when you watched The Shining. Girl, I grew up on horror movies. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's true. They're sure, in my blood. Right. Last night you're I just right. watched Friday the 13th like it was you're nothing. Right. I watched right. college kids get uh, cut up by Jason like it was nothing. I do not get scared from horror movies. True, true. So in the original screenplay, DJ and Chowder are harassed by two bullies named Ryan and Cameron who get eaten after DJ purposely lures them to the house as bait. I two characters... The two characters were removed from the screenplay because the studio thought their death was far too dark. Death? I mean... So they were, they were going to have the, the house actually, like, kill them? <laughs> so they thought it was too dark and that the bullies combined with DJ's cruel babysitter, the babysitter's boyfriend, and Nevercracker all made the film much more cruel. They should have left it in. <laughs> I would have liked to see. I would have liked to have seen it. Also, they probably then had to rework everything about like the the house eating people and them still being alive. Because if they're saying that you died when you got eaten by the house, then Bones and the police officers should have been dead, and the dog. Oh, not the dog. Not the dog. Bones and, Bones and those police officers could have died. I don't care. I I really don't care. They they were all terrible people, so they could have died. I don't care. But the dog yeah. needed to live. Yeah, Bones was terrible, by the way. Um, the motto on the police car says, "We want to help." We want to help. Yeah, we want to help. That's the realism in that is. It, yeah, 
very strong. Yes, it is. They were ahead of their times. <laughs> <laughs> they were ahead of the times. Good for you, 2018. So Chowder's line, DJ, you piss in bottles, had to re- be redubbed you pee in bottles to help maintain a PG rating. But you can still see Chowder's lips speak the original line. What? Mm-hmm. So they would have changed a whole rating just because he said piss instead of pee? Yeah. I want to know what the rating, like what, what the criteria are. They would have the made heck? they would have made it a PG what 13 movie because he said piss. Yeah. These movie ratings are so arbitrary. I can't. Aren't they? Like what I really you're you're gonna get they so they uptight because of piss? I can think of PG 13 movies where they said the word fuck, but you but you can't say piss in a PG movie. Okay. <laughs> Right. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so question of the day. Is that iconic or not? (sighs) Absolutely. I watch this Uh, movie every spooky season. Mm -hmm. It's it's a really good story. It's a great movie. Great movie. And it's like... It's funny. It's just scary enough for children. Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. great to like get kids started early for spooky season. Right. Also, it happens on Halloween, and I feel like not a lot of spooky season movies happen on Halloween. Yeah. Only, the only ones I can think of is, like, this and, like, the Halloween movies. Yeah. Also, I'm thinking, like, Halloween Town, but that's just... Oh, does it? Oh, it does happen on Halloween, doesn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, oh, also Twitches happens on Halloween. True, 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 true. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple. There's a couple. There's a couple. But yeah, I it's an iconic film. I love it. It's funny. It's like fun. especially the the um the uvula comment that like that's definitely for the parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny. And like um what's his name? Skull, who helps them with the um with the house, like with the the uh, the pizza video game guy. He's yeah. funny. I think he's Napoleon Dynamite. I, I think he is Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. Also, I I did not know that Mitchell Musso voiced DJ. Really? Yes. Okay. When I looked at the characters' names just so I could get them right, I was like, what the heck? Mitchell Musso is DJ? That's insane. Okay, get that check, Mitchell. Get, get, that, get check. that check, Mitchell. Every season, you get that, that little movie check. Let's go. Okay, so what are your recommendations for this week? Ooh, I have three. First Ooh, one, okay. I recommend going to a corn maze. Oh, yeah, those super are really fun. good. Super, super fun. Um, second one, I recommend Squid Game on Netflix. Oh, my gosh. It was a good show. I watched it in like two days really yeah i had to watch mm-hmm. it while i was working so i was about to say because i don't have other, i don't have any other time i don't i don't have time during the week to watch it yeah i was about to say when did you have time to do any of this unless i watch something while i'm working i do not have time to watch it hmm. there so yeah it's a good show it's about like 
how do I explain this without like giving away the plot? It's about a group of people in debt who go and play a game where rich people give them money. Money, yeah. It's basically a get out of debt game. It's like dangerous, but yeah. Picture not the Hunger Games. Mm. But like picture like a game show but like deadly it's like that um and then my third recommendation it's a song it's called anxiety berlinda's theme by jojo great song let's go let's go great song great music video um i love jojo so much and i'm so sad because she's on tour right now and she's just not coming out here at all i know i'm so sad like we've seen her twice twice, and this would have been our third concert yeah but she's not coming out where we are no i mean we could go to la if you want to go to the la Mm -hmm. show we really could but i don't know about that yeah i don't know about that either uh yeah but that's it for me um, I have two recommendations this week. Both of them are songs. Um, the first is a throwback, The Great Escape by Boys Like Girls. Okay. We love to see it. Pop rock, let's go. If you haven't listened to Boys Like Girls, they have great music. Um, and my second one is, I hope I'm saying this right. Uh, Fue Mayor by Cali... Oh, I don't know how to say her last name. I know Kali what you're Uchis. talking about. Yeah, Kali Uchi's in uh, SZA. In, in SZA, yes. That's such a good song, by the way. Yep. SZA singing in Spanish. Spanish. <sighs> really does it for me. I love it. And that's it for me. Great. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on our social media. We have a Twitter and an Instagram. They're both at S-Y-T-Y-I podcast. You can also follow us on uh, YouTube to listen to old episodes. Have I uploaded a new episode in like two (laughs) weeks? No. Do I have time to? No. No. Sorry. Um, I'll I'll try. I'll. I'll, That's the best I can do. Is try. Yes. (laughs) You're you're lucky. You're getting these episodes on time. Right at this point. Yeah, but um, if you want to send us some movie requests for the spooky season, I think we still have yeah. like two episodes left. Um, you can send them to us at our email, sytyipodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can also send us some movie stories. Did you watch this movie in theaters? Were you a voice actor on this movie? Did you get the uvula joke? Yeah, let us know. <laughs> Also, share us with your friends and your family. Subscribe mm-hmm. to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Also, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get more notice. Yes, please. Also, continue to wear your mask. We are getting into flu season. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, we don't want the flu and covid so like no thank you wear your mask also wash your hands yes get vaccinated and stay iconic stay iconic y'all bye bye